often we deliver feedback that isn't organized because of how humans work and how their brain works to support people in their growth and development. Often we deliver feedback because of what we feel like we need to say to someone because of what we saw or noticed. Hi, and you just entered the Leadership Gym. I'm Randy Hall, I'm an executive coach and leadership consultant, and this is the place where we work on our ability to lead our team, lead our business, and yes, lead ourselves. If you are looking to improve your capabilities as a leader, you are in the right spot. And I'm glad you're here. I'm excited about our discussion today. And I know I always call these things a conversation or a discussion as if you could talk back to me through the podcast or share your thoughts or ideas here too. And I know that's not actually true, but it is how I feel as I go through delivering a podcast or creating an episode. It's really interesting to think about it that way because I view it as a conversation. I want to know your thoughts. I want to know your ideas. I want to know what you think about the material. I want you to push back, to challenge, to add to, to take away from the, the work that I'm doing here. It's really important to me. And so it feels that way as I'm delivering it. Like I want to stop at any second and say, what do you think? Uh, what are your ideas on that? How does that resonate with you? Um, how does that connect with the stuff you already know to work? It's just how I feel as I do those things. So it's really interesting uh, to me. And that's why you hear me say it that way, because I believe it that that's what we're doing is putting a conversation out there in the world. I do hope that as you listen to these episodes, if they matter to you or if they make a difference or if you have some thoughts, that you actually share those with us. And I know you can't share them live right here, audio, but if you go to leadershipgym.com forward slash 12, for example, no matter what the episode number, forward slash 12, forward slash 13, whatever we're doing, you can actually leave comments there. And I would love that. You toss these things into the abyss and you hope that they matter. And you also hope that they stimulate some thinking, even if the thinking is, hey, Randy, I think it works better if you do it this way. Or here's something that you didn't say that you should have. Or here's the way I use that. And, and here's some other things for people to think about. I love that. Uh, when it happens, when we get to have that interactive discussion. And so I hope that we're able to create that in the world too, around leadership. When you think about the things that maybe rise to the level of importance that we should be talking about, I always view leadership as way up there in terms of the things that are a priority to discuss. And you can think about it a lot of different ways. Sometimes I get involved in, in discussions that I feel like are, are really way down my priority list, but leadership's at the top. Now, of course, it's what I do for a living, and I'm a little bit of a leadership geek if there is such a thing. Uh, I would probably be right there in that, in that very small club. <laughs> but I want it to be interactive as much as we can make it that way. So go to Leadership Gym, leave some comments for us, have the conversation with us. I was reading an article not too long ago about employee engagement and how we, we needed to let people know that they were doing a good job to keep them engaged as employees. And I'm, I'm thinking most people would probably 
agree with that, right? That it matters that we let people know they're doing well because they feel good about that and that they may be more engaged because they feel good about the positive feedback they're, they're getting or that they know that they made some contributions to the success of the business or the team. That's a concept I think most people can get behind. Uh, I understand why people would feel better when they, when they get that kind of information. But I want us today to understand the difference between sort of praise and recognition. I want us to understand the difference between throwing out positive comments to people and delivering positive feedback to them that recognizes the details, the quality, the improvement in the work that they did so that they can continue to grow in that way. I want to make sure that we are able to deliver positive feedback in ways that don't just make people feel good, but also support them in what they want to do more of or how they want to improve the, the results that they get. So I'm going to give you a three-step process today because for some reason lots of things seem to have a three-step process. Although I think in my last episode we had a four-step process, so I feel good about that. <laughs> Everything probably can't be three steps, but sometimes when I organize these, they seem to land in three steps. So three-step two seems weird. One won't work. All right, so three steps that help you deliver positive feedback that actually also increase the positive results that people have. Hey, as we're talking about feedback, I want to stop here just for a second because feedback is critically important to the way that we lead. If we do it well, we have a lot more impact on people around us, on our teams, even in our family, in our communities. Giving feedback is a skill set that we have to be really good at. And I want you to be your best at it. So go to leadershipgym.com forward slash feedback. You're going to have a free leadership workout there as part of the gym that helps you understand feedback, how to deliver it, how to organize it, how to have a conversation about it that actually does improve people rather than just help them sort of resist it as you deliver it or cause them to defend their position more than listen to yours. So go to leadershipgym.com forward slash feedback and take a look at that. It'll make a difference in how you deliver feedback and it'll make a difference for the people that you lead because you took the time to go explore this short video and do that better. So do that. Okay, so back to this conversation around positive feedback, positive reinforcement, but also with some details in it that actually allow people to move forward. People love to hear things like, good job, thanks for the hard work, I appreciate you helping us get this work done, and stuff like that. It makes us feel good. There's a lot of research out there, though, and we'll dive into just a bit of it. Some research that indicates that it doesn't make us any better. It's not that making people feel good is invaluable. It absolutely is. But we can do both. We can make people feel good about the work that they've done. We can also prepare them to improve by the way that we 
deliver that positive feedback to them. And as a leader, our job is to do both. Make people feel great about the work they're doing and also help them do increasingly more great work as we go. And that doesn't just mean more work, it may mean just better work. If you look at most people in most businesses, they often feel like they are told about what they're doing wrong far more than they are told about what they're doing right. And of course, we have to think about how we balance our feedback. So it's not to say that all of our feedback can be positive. It's also not to say that most of our feedback doesn't have to be negative. And, and what happens in those environments is our feedback kind of gets written off, right? We become that person in some cases that are just always harping on what's going wrong or telling people what they're doing wrong or, you know, my boss is always just noticing what I didn't do rather than all the things I did do. When I go into businesses and ask the question, how does feedback happen here and what's the experience like? It is almost universally true that people tell me in these businesses that 80% of what they hear is about what they're doing wrong here or about the mistakes they're making or what they need to stop or what they didn't do as well as they could have. I would say that on average, about 80% of the time, people or people would describe rather that about 80% of the time, that's what they hear. Now, is their perception skewed a little bit? Maybe. But if they believe that all I get at work is negative commentary about the work that I do, how good are they going to be? Even if their perception is skewed a little bit. And candidly, when I watch managers work most of the time, that is where they focus. Now, that's not something that, that we can control in some ways. And listen carefully to this because certainly we can control our actions and the kind of feedback that we, that we need to be able to deliver to people. But understand that this is a human condition around noticing the negative things. Like that's what people do. And the reason is that evolutionarily, we evolved in a way where if we didn't notice challenges and problems and threats in our world, we probably died. If we didn't notice the tiger in the weeds or the flood waters rising, you may have heard me use this metaphor before, but if we didn't notice those things, then we didn't live to pass on our genetic material. And so we have evolved in ways that even specific parts of our brain are geared toward noticing what's wrong, what's a threat, what could kill us, what could make our day bad, what could get in our way, what do we need to worry about, and all of those things. So we're programmed as humans. This is a human condition that we're going to notice those things. That part we can't help. We're going to notice these things, and we're going to notice them at a, at a higher rate, for the most part, than we are all the good stuff happening around us. That's part of being human. Welcome to being human. <laughs> we, we don't get a choice there. Maybe when we evolve in another hundred or thousand years, we'll uh, be something different. But right now, we got to work with what we got, and that's what we got. We do get to decide what we do with that information, how much of it we act on, and how we go find contrary information to balance it with. So we have to deliver feedback that is balanced. We have to go look for people doing things right. That's certainly part of it, right? And the, and the price to coach well 
if we're going to be a leader who coaches people well, we have to find that balance so that we don't lose the ability to coach them. Because if we're only giving them things that they've done wrong, or if most of the time we're giving them things that, that they've done wrong, and, and a lot of times when I have this conversation with coaches, hey, how balanced is your feedback? Because it feels like your organization thinks it's not. They will say, well, that's not true. I, I told somebody just the other day that they were doing great work understand it's not about the fact that it happens it's about the balance of how often the frequency and their perception of that so if somebody is giving me balanced feedback i allow them to coach me more i allow them to coach me better i listen more because i believe their feedback is balanced if i believe their feedback is mostly negative i start to shut out their words and thoughts and ideas because i assume it's going to be painful and disruptive and not improvement oriented in any way it's just going to be things that are critical of the work that i do so that's the price to coach well make our feedback valuable not just judgmental and there's no value in it to them if it only feels painful. And so they begin to stop listening to it, right? And so we'll create a track record for ourselves that, that is, hey, this person gives me valuable feedback. Or we'll create a track record for ourselves that says, hey, this person is always telling me what I'm doing wrong. Now, that's just the beginning of this process. All I want you to know here is that if we don't balance our feedback, we lose the opportunity to give it well. We just become a source of pain rather than a source of support. And good luck getting anyone to listen to your coaching if you're seen by them as a source of pain. It's just not going to happen. But if we if we get to the part where we can, can deliver feedback balance, now it's about helping them understand that that they can still improve with our feedback because of the way that we delivered it. Not just, even if we're thinking about the positive feedback, back to our original concept here, not just making them feel good because of what we said, but giving them valuable information. So research tells us two things about human improvement, about the way people learn, the way people grow the way they develop. And we want to make sure that in our positive feedback, we're using this information, this research to help us do this well. So it tells the first thing it tells us is that we as humans improve the most in areas where we have some capability already. We connect the best with specific ideas in those areas. That's the second thing that we know. So we develop where we're already okay or have some capacity to be good. And then we also connect the best with specific feedback in those areas where we already have some competency. So let me break this down a little bit. What this means is that saying good job today, hey, you did a good job today, thanks for your help, even though that's a good thing to say, I'm not suggesting you stop saying it, but it has far less impact than saying, hey, the way that you showed up at that meeting today, prepared and having thought through your plan, that really helped us be more productive. Now, both of those things, good job and the other thing with more specifics in it, make people feel good. So we've, we've checked that box. We've gotten that accomplished. We made them feel good about the work that they did. And that is important. It just shouldn't be alone. Because only one of those things actually help them improve their performance. So now I've put them in the position 
to actually develop if I use that second kind of feedback. I've put them in a position to develop in an area where they've shown some capability, they've done some things well, and also have given them real context about where they can continue to focus, improve, build on the strengths that they already have. You can almost feel a human brain connect to that well versus the great job or or that was a good meeting or thanks for participating. You can almost feel them start to make a new mental map for themselves. Preparation is good. Thinking through meetings ahead of times is good. I probably want to do more of that. So we did the work as a leader to, to help them get better in the way that we delivered our feedback, not just wish they were better. We did our hard work as a leader to deliver feedback in a way that actually gave them something concrete to work with and move forward from. And that's really important. What do they need to hear? And how do I need to say it as a leader to help them rather than what do I feel like I need to say because of my observations? Often we deliver feedback that isn't organized because of how humans work and how their brain works to support people in their growth and development. Often we deliver feedback because of what we feel like we need to say to someone because of what we saw or noticed. And if my goal is to improve their performance, why? Why do I construct my feedback based on what I need, what I need to say or Often we'll couch it this way or we'll think about it this way. This is what they need to hear. We're telling ourselves that we're kind of lying. We're kind of lying to ourselves when we say that. What we really mean is this is what I want to say to them. Now, we can say this is what I think they need to hear, but we don't really know what they need to hear. What we do know is if we can make it concrete, specific, and based on strengths that they have, then the research tells us people can learn from that. We do know that. So make sure that we're separating those two things. What they really need to hear, based on the research that that I'm sharing here and, and what we're talking about, rather than what I feel like I need to say. Okay, so three things to think about. We're back to the three things. One, Balance your feedback so that you don't lose the opportunity to actually have value for them by just becoming someone that only tells them what they're doing wrong. So balance your feedback. That's the first thing. One of the things we can often do here is actually make appointments with ourselves to go catch people doing things right or to think about the work this week or today or this month or whenever and notice the right things in it. But understand We have to do that part consciously because the other part happens already in our brain. It's already been taught to do that well. So we have to make ourselves go find the good stuff. The bad stuff will seek us out. And we will build habits around it that will then help us do it more easily the more we repeat it. But we need to spend time and say, hey, I'm going to go find out what my people did really well this week. Think about their work. Uh, Maybe even go talk to them and start a conversation that way. Hey, what do you feel like you just knocked out of the park this week or did really well? Tell me more about that. I want to understand it. We can even do that. We can involve them in that process. But make sure you balance your feedback. Two, that's one. 
Two, focus much of your feedback on areas of strength as you work with your team. We tend to deliver feedback in areas where people are not strong because we think if we can make them strong in all the areas, then they'll be better employees and they'll deliver more productive work. And that might be true if you just sort of drew it out on paper. It's just not how people learn. I connect better to things that I already have some degree of capability around, not things that I feel incapable of doing well. So we want to try to focus on areas of strength. Hey, here's something that you're doing really well. Here's something that if you added to that might even continue to make you phenomenal there. This is where we as humans get excited. We don't like doing things that we're lousy at. And by definition, we're always lousy at stuff as we're learning to do it in our early stages of it. We have to be bad at everything before we're good at anything. And so we understand that. Just know that what we want to look for are places where they are showing improvement, having some capability. We want to focus there first. Yes, if there's big holes in their game, we got to help them fix that. And that's a different kind of, of feedback, a different kind of coaching, a different kind of work. The process is the same. We just have to think about it a little bit differently as we execute it. We'll cover that maybe in another episode, but focus much of your feedback on their areas of strength. We simply learn as humans better that way. And then be specific with recognizing what they did well as part of your feedback. Be specific about the thing that they did, the way you showed up, the words you used, the way you handled that customer, the way you asked those questions, the way you prepared for a meeting, the way you prepared for your day, the way that you showed up this week, the specifics associated with that. Not just thanks for being here, but here are the things that make me want to thank you for being here. Here are the things that you did exceptionally well that caused me to have the feeling that I need to thank you for them. We need to be that specific. That's work we have to do as a leader to have more impact on people. Hey, if you're enjoying the conversation that we're having here please go and subscribe to our podcast wherever you listen to it and also leave us a review there if you can i certainly hope that we're doing work that earns a five-star review i would love that and as always if you want to leave us some feedback or have some comments or thoughts on on this discussion go to leadershipgym.com forward slash 12 and you can leave your thoughts right there. Now, go give some amazing, specific, positive recognition to people and go make a difference. Mm-hmm.